come back to Just Talking with Dan and Seb. I am Dan. And I'm Seb. And uh, today we're joined by no one. We're, no one. We're doing another um, Just Us episode. Ju- I love those. You well, know. that is sort of the name And of it's the one of those episodes where, you know, we don't really cut each other off when we're talking. Yeah. About so stuff. actually, I was going to, I haven't told you this yet because I was going to wait until we started. I'm going to be really quiet this episode because some people said that uh, when we had Kate on last week, that I cut Seb off quite a bit. So no, 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 no. I, I find you just do that when we have guests, though. Oh. Yeah, well, I think we have really good conversations when it's just us. But when we have guests, so I think I just get nervous of silence. Like, I just yeah, don't want this. Yeah, I, I, I know how you feel. Because, but, you know, you can just cut it out. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, but when it's with a guest, it's different because, like, a lot of the time when we just do the episodes and we'll have long silences, it doesn't matter because we... But, but like when, when we have a guest, we're trying to impress someone. Yeah, you know, so it's like you don't want to look stupid. As in, in front of in front of famous people. person, in, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Um, welcome to all the new people. If you if this is your second episode in, I hope some of you stay. We love you all. I hope you, you, know, you we, like. We're us. really nice young men. Sometimes we do have a little bit of potty mouth though. So, yeah. <laughs> so sorry about that. Sorry, no, mums. We warned you. Um, but you know, we're we're just having a good time cruising yeah, around Perth. You know, uh, nearly eighteen. Two weeks for me. Oh, Our Seb's exciting. birthday's in two weeks. Gonna go clubbing without him because you know. Oh. He doesn't turn 18 for another six months. I know, it's actually time. really depressing. I know, I know. It's really depressing because I feel older. You're a dickhead for saying that. But I do. I'm not trying to be cunty. No, just because you have a license. No, 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 it's nothing to do with my license. I just no, feel... I think it is. No, I no, I literally... think shit because you got a license. No, it literally has nothing to do... I could not have a license and I'd mm. still feel older. But it, I feel... It's funny that you say that coming from someone who's so immature. I know, but in a mature way. <laughs> I think I'm immature in in a really mature way. You're not. You're immature in an organisational way. You're maybe mature in a social way. You know. Yeah, that's probably a good way to explain it. I'm not very organised, but I like. No, okay. The reason I say mature is because I think I'm really self-aware. Like I know all the stupid shit I do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As in, as in, whereas a lot of people do dumb shit, and they and they won't acknowledge. Are you saying that I do dumb shit? No, no, I'm not saying you do dumb shit. Well, you do, but like. Yeah, I, I know, but I know as in, that it's dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I, I do know. it. Yeah, I'm just saying. So what are you trying to say, that you're better than me? No, I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. Well, that's what you are saying. No, I'm not saying you're that. You're saying you're more, you're <laughs> more mature than <laughs> no, me. No, I just think I'm older. Dickhead. No, that's what I'm saying. I had a really great dream last night. That was a, that was the worst segue ever. <laughs> that's gone. It's still a segue, boss man. All right. Anyway, you dream. So all I remember from this dream, you know how like you, you're in it and then like once you wake up, you just remember like, uh, sorry, you can't remember a bunch of shit. Mm. So probably the weirdest dream I've had in a very long time. My mum signs me up for a holiday boot camp. Interesting. Right. That's interesting. It's pretty weird. And I get to this place and it's like some big fortress in the city. Right. Uh-huh. In Perth city. Yeah. Right. And big fortress with the cactus on top. No, nah. no. Nah. No, that was a bad joke. What? It's just it was a terrible joke. Okay, all right. And they just they put us in classes, and I can't remember what these classes are for. And then I slowly start to figure out that they're actually brainwashing all these kids to become communists. (laughs) (laughs) See, this sounds like something that might happen in in the right circumstances. This does. This sounds quite realistic. And I don't know if it's because of all those. Lectures. Oh, we'll get onto the lectures. Yeah, we'll talk that about I've been the lectures watching. later. Um, and it's, <laughs> and then I'm just like, "Hey, you're teaching us how to be communists," and they're like, "Nah, no. nah." And then secretly they're like, "Shut this kid down. He's he's gonna blow our cover, man." <laughs> <laughs> and right. I was like, "Hey, I'm not extreme enough to be a communist." And then, <laughs> and then um, I go up. What to did like, they do? What and then I go up to like the principal of this weird <laughs> summer boot camp thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, you're brainwashing us to be communists. And then I slowly start to realize that he's just the head of this communist regime. And he's like some dictator of this place. Yeah. Are you- I just, I had to clean my throat. So I just thought I'd mute my mic. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, and then I get my mummy to pick me up. I'm like, hey, they're, they're brainwashing everyone into communists. And she's like... <laughs> Okay, we'll go home now. See, this then. is how you know I am older because I got my mummy to pick me up from the communist regime camp. Shut up, shut so up. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. And we go back to my house, but it's not my house. And I'm like, wait a sec, what happened to our normal house? And <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this nice little estate on like 
a river or something. Interesting. And like my mum has like a new boyfriend because my dad died. Oh, oh. why? In, in the dream, not in real life. Because he was a fascist. Did they did they kill him? I have no they idea. They crucified Andrew. I have no idea. Mm. But we get to this place and it's like it's like a a houseboat on a river. And I was like, oh, that's that's Bro, real. did it look like the one you hadn't seen a houseboat until I pointed one out when we Oh no, I have seen houseboats before. I'm oh, just oh, like okay. Because you like, went you went what? I thought you didn't know it anyway. No, I was <laughs> I just thought it was a stupid idea to have the houseboat there because like I I always see well, so it. there was there. like a like a big like dam where your house was and a houseboat in the middle? I can't remember. I just remember looking out the window because I just suddenly appeared there and it was oh. just water everywhere and I was like, huh. Interesting. One do you, do you It's pretty trippy dream. I know. This and then and then I get really angry because my mum tells me, "Oh yeah, my new boyfriend has uh, has taken your fear and loathing in Las Vegas poster and put oh. it up in his room instead of yours." And I'm like, "Bro, I paid for that." And then I get really mad. Oh, that's upsetting. And then I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't interesting for a lot of people, but One time. I just had to get it off my chest because it seems so profound in the moment. I was really convin- convinced. But in reality, was re- in reality, it's just a strange. <laughs> yeah, it's just a strange thing. It's it's weird that dreams do that because oh, first episode. Yeah, dream. first episode. Um, but dreams, Star Wars, and the no, MCU. Like, I was really like I f- I was so convinced that that was happening in my real life. I was actual. Like, yeah, it felt like well, it I've, didn't feel that vivid. Yeah, I felt like I was there. I've told you, and I probably did talk about this on the first episode, but I feel like that's far enough, like long ago, that I can say it again about like the dreams where I've lived like a whole life and had a family. That's kind of fucked over. It's so far. And then I'll have like cancer and I'll die and just like die, like holding my kid's hand and I wake up and I'm like just in deep sadness for about 20 seconds. I go, it was a dream. It was a dream. (laughs) Like I just, No, my kids, oh wait, he never existed. (laughs) They were never real. But sometimes, sometimes it's not like my whole life. Like I'll die at like 25 in a car accident or something. I've never had one of these dreams. It's, it's like that. I've Rick, had a, I haven't had them in a long time. It's like that Rick and Morty episode, New Season, by the way, where <laughs> <laughs> New Season, where they um, where it's like they go into like this arcade and then they put on a headset and they're like the game is they live an entire life of oh, someone. That's a bit hectic. No, but I d- as you, have you never really never had a dream where you live beyond like your current. Because most of the time when you dream, you dream I that don't you're have, in your current state. If you're yourself yeah. in your dream. I don't have like a any grand scale kind of things over like a number oh, I've had of a, years. I've some it's usually just like maybe I might be a different person, but it's only like one time period, you know. I've had some. Oh, you know what's the worst when you're really in the dream and you can feel yourself waking up. Mm. Fuck, I hate that. The amount of times I'm having a good dream and it's like a lucid dream, and then I get woken up by my alarm or like it, that really frustrates me. Yeah, it really sucks, boss man. Well, I I told you I would have sucks said, on D's. Su- D's what, boss man? <laughs> Anyway, no, one time I had... A, you have a go at me for making bad jokes on the potty and you just... He's gone silent. Don't care, boss you just, You're just covering up because you made a really bad joke. Don't care. All right, anyway. um, I've definitely talked about this before. The, the time I dreamt that I was like, oh my God, come on guys, I'm in a dream. This is so silly. I'm going to prove I'm in a dream. Look, I have a gun. I just suddenly had a gun. I'm going to shoot myself in the foot to prove that I'm not in a dream. And I shot myself in the foot and it really hurt and I woke up with... <laughs> pain in my foot because <laughs> I was trying to prove to the dream lords that I was in a dream and that it wasn't real. That's pretty trippy, boss man. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Anyway, um, um, about wait, hang on. I'm going to blow your mind. You ready? What? You ready? <coughs> so I found this out the other day. I found out I was scrolling through TikTok. Um, you know, you know, rainbow flavored ice cream, you know, just like, oh the, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Rainbow paddle pops. Yeah. They're actually caramel flavored. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. I know. Is your mind blown? <laughs> Rainbow is not a flavor. Shocker. I don't don't even know what to think anymore because I did not know that before you just told me. No, you didn't. You didn't. (laughs) Is your mind blown? Shit. (laughs) My my whole whole reality has been changed. Rainbow equals caramel. So maybe at the end of the rainbow, it's not gold. It's they actually got confused. It's a big pot of caramel sauce. I don't even know what to believe in anymore, boss man. Just don't talk to me. Wow. Wow. What even? That's really... We did not... We didn't... That wasn't planned. That. that wasn't planned. I hadn't already told him. That wasn't just for a clip. That wasn't just for a clip. Um, no. Oh, actually, I do want to rant. I want to I wanna complain about something. So, you know when you're in a public restroom, right? I don't know why I said restroom. In a public toilet. We don't say restroom. I did. Anyway, you're in a public toilet. 
Mm-hmm. And and you go to wash your hands, and the tap is about a centimeter off the actual edge of the. That's annoying. You can't get your hand under it. Like you physically cannot. You fit. have to do it in parts. You know, you, you have to like go eh, get this one. Eh, yeah, yeah. Eh, <laughs> eh, eh, eh. It's silly. Looks like you're doing jujitsu or something. But why can't they make the tap faucet, whatever it's called, longer? The faucet. Yeah, isn't that what it's called? I is don't know. The tip of the tap is called a faucet. <laughs> just, if they just ex- oh, I shouldn't do that most they, ex- <laughs> they just extend the faucet Hey man can I touch your faucet can I just ex- If they just make it a bit longer <laughs> um, Then you could hey actually man, get your I- hands under it Bro your tap faucet looks a little small Can I fix that That's what you? it's called That's It's a called a faucet mm. 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 Yeah Anyway I just wanted to complain Because that really bothers me You can never clean your actual hands properly In a public toilet we hadn't talked about that before. That was the first time. Is it? No, uh, I, I, no, it's not. I've definitely mentioned that to you. I've de- I just, you know, you've got to keep it fresh and <laughs> and current on the potty. Um, I've been watching a lot of lectures by this one dude All on right. YouTube about uh, sci- no, not psychology, like f- philosophy. Yeah, and ideology just because it interests me it started with like a lecture about like hitler's life or whatever and how like i don't know he was this is why you're having communist dreams and how bad yeah kind of is. i don't know yeah no i i don't mind communism when it's done right <laughs> i don't mind um i don't mind <laughs> I don't, i'll get i'll get the guy up because um I'm, I'm quite a fan of authoritarian regimes they're fine i'm cool with those you yeah, would no, say that because no, you're just a straight white guy. Not a fan of authoritarian regimes. Yeah, but you go ex- you go communism. You go Though fascism, it would be the best it? system of government if what would be communism? No, fascism. No, authoritarianism. Oh, of course. If you had a benevolent dictator that actually made all the decisions everyone wanted, then it would be the best thing because everything would happen really quickly. Well, not what everyone wanted, but like you know, like what the majority. So okay. It kind of no no system of government's ever going to cater to every single human that exists, but. When if you, you have two, when it like keeps switching between, like, yeah, you don't get anything sake, done. Yeah, you don't get anything done. It's just kind of stinky. It's like isn't Singapore it? that I cannot remember his name at all, but they had the same uh, president or whatever they call it there for however many decades, and now it's his son. And you know, Singapore. I mean, yes, Singapore is really strict, and there's a lot of laws and stuff, and they're not quite like as free as other countries like Australia or whatever. But it, they, you know, the country went from being a swamp into like one of the nicest, cleanest, greatest Hold cities on. on the planet. So okay, I found him, found him, found the guy's YouTube channel. Yeah, his name's Daniel Bonovac, and he's got fifty three thousand subscribers. Mm. Shout out to Daniel Bonovac. I think he's a he's a university, American university like professor. Isn't he Canadian? You said he was Canadian because he sounds like Jordan Peterson. Oh, he might be Canadian. I think I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. sure. Hold on, anyway. I'll go to his about page. Nah. Oh, no, it says United States. Oh, he's American. And, um, yeah, he's just, like, he's, like, the best teacher that I've ever real Like, even though he's not my teacher, mm. like, just listening to one of his lectures, it's so easy to understand something because he's, like, Cause he, he just it. lays it out in a very nice way and he, like, talks about it, like... Yeah. Not with giant... Do you want to do you want to get into that? Also, actually, you know what that that does bother me sometimes about Jordan Peterson is he pulls out big words when he does his lectures, mm. so maybe it makes it less accessible. Anyway, talk about this guy. Well, I I was watching um because you know how like there's loads of different um definitions of what fascism was and like you know on the internet they have um <coughs> stop coughing. Me. Sorry, my throat. I just need to clear it. Anyway. I've been coughing a lot too recently. I was not coughing. I just feel. I just feel. Apologies for the the tr- trigger warning. My throat's really phlegmy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Um, and so I was just trying to look for like a proper definition of it because like everyone's got different definitions of like, oh, it's built upon scapegoats or like. Yeah. And it is kind of, but like, um, Def- explain scapegoat. Well, it's like you know, like a reason to unite against one thing like you know like for nazi germany it was like fascism so no sorry no for, uh, racism was, yeah. racism racism uh, again you know they said oh these people are doing a bad man a, b- a bad man let's all come together and stop the bad men yeah yeah 
even though they weren't bad men. It's like, you know, tr- uh, myths to try and, you know, unite a, mm. the public against a common cause. So what, what were the lectures about? Like, and what did So and, um, here's one of the things. Communism, right, is... So you got the proletariat, which is like the working class, and you got the bourgeoisie, mm-hmm. which is like the factory owners and all the rich men, right? Mm-hmm. And like the whole idea of communism was to... Uh, just Get rid of the bourgeoisie. Completely eliminate the bourgeoisie. But the problem with that for many of like early um, socialists who kind of thought against it, are, I don't know, like even Mussolini was a socialist before he became a fascist. Um, and I think he got like arrested once for like a socialist rally or something. <laughs> and there's like, a, there's a mugshot of Mussolini in his twenties and like the early. That's funny. And it's anyway. Um, so the, the whole idea was to eliminate the bourgeoisie, but you know, that, you know, therefore like who's going to tell the, the, the proletariat how to do things. The what? The polit. The proletariat, the work. Proletariat the, or proletariat? The proletariat. 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 Okay. Yeah. And who's going to tell them what to do? Who's going to tell them what to do? How, how are they going to, you know, like, who's going to manage it all? Mm. And, you know, they, they did the state, but, like, the whole, like, I don't know. Well, this is the flaw in, 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 in that sort of thing is that the, the reality is in any aspect of life, there's a group of people and there's going to be a group of people above and below them. Mm. It's just like you just, it's just unavoidable. It's like yep. the, the reality. Whole, yeah, the idea of communism was to, like, make the working class rule, but... You know, some people thought there were flaws to that. I can't list them off the top of my head because it's been a while since I watched the lecture. Anyway, but the, the idea of fascism was to, instead of eliminate the bourgeoisie, is to unite the bourgeoisie and the proletariat mm. under one common cause. Yeah. So then, you know, they, they felt united. They'd stop that fighting and then they'd fight f- for something else and that, like, fight for the state. And that's why they put, put in the scapegoats. Of like you know, like outsiders. Yeah. Or like you know, in Germany it was the Jews, mm. and uh, and that's why it's so nationalistic. Uh, I think Mussolini said that the the quote was nothing against the state, everything for the state, um, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, I just I don't know. Interesting. I'm not a fascist. <laughs> I swear. I swear. It's a stupid way of doing things. They're, they're both stupid. Very undemocratic. Yeah. But now I finally make... I, I can understand it. I can understand... The well, that's that's important. I, I think you... See, this this could be the biggest problem, I reckon, in recent times with all of this, like, with cancel culture and all this shit, right? Is, like, is people sharing their opinions and being like, that's wrong or that's right or you shouldn't do that or no, 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 no. All this shit when they... They don't have the flip side like argument. They don't necessarily understand or can empathize. Yeah, I watched a or lot sympathize of, yeah. with the other. I watched a lot side. of YouTube videos where it's just like, "Oh, what's fascism? Fascism's fascism's bad because it's racist." And I'm like, "Yeah, oh, but yeah. like, why? Is that the only reason why people vote? That's not the. <laughs> it's not actually the definite. Yeah." Yeah. But, so there's there's a lack of... And I'm like, there, there had to be like some sort of, you know, like formula behind fascism. And I mm. was trying to search for that formula and I finally found it. Yeah. After loads of digging, I found this fantastic dude who does lectures on all this stuff. And then I also watched another one on um, like a like the life of Mussolini, the life of Hitler. And then... Yeah. So he does history. And then he also did... Um, there was a philosophy in one lecture where it... Um, Oh, shit, I can't remember. I'll, I'll talk about it next week. The oh, ph- okay. The philosophy in one lecture thing where it's like three different things that influence, you know, like how people think and it's like morality and stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. I really enjoyed that. Um, I was trying to say before, you actually cut me off. So I was actually <laughs> saying something. Um, Oh, yeah, about just you can't formulate a counter argument or have a differing opinion properly, truly. I mean, obviously, someone can say something you can instantly just disagree based on what they're saying, but I don't think you can create an an alternative opinion without understanding this truly, without understanding their side of it first. You don't have to agree with what they're saying when you have an argument with someone or disagree mm. with their opinion. You don't have to like what they're saying or agree with the fact yeah, that well, they Well, you know, it's, it's always better to know what you're talking about, and that's why, like, intellectuals such as, like... And that's why this podcast Slavos, is silly, because we don't know what like, we're talking you know, about. You know, Zizek, the... Um, He's a he's a socialist 
Who? Slavoj Zizek. He's like a uh, Serbian. Or, oh, no, no. He's Slavic. Mm. Yeah, he's a Slavic um, political commentator who's um, yeah. wrote a ton of books and stuff. And he, he like, uh, yeah, he's like a socialist intellectual and he like Marxist stuff. And he's really good. And then I think he actually had a debate with Jordan Peterson about capitalism versus socialism, socialism or communism, whatever. Right. And like when people know what they're talking about. It's way more interesting to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you're just like, and then you like listening to people who know what they're talking about, talk about it, and then you're like, oh, that's what it's about. Yeah, kind of, kind of vibes. Yeah, it just, yeah. it just kind of sucks when you don't know what you're talking about, eh? <laughs> yeah, but also like there is all those people who can't really be bothered, and I'm kind of one of those people. I mean, it's who, what you don't want to, but you just did all that research. That's that's. Oh yeah, well you know it's nice. That's learning, I guess, and trying to get yourself educated. Unprompted by school or the system, that's bad. But I, I, I'm not. I'm not in the. I'm probably in the mood to rant about that. But I won't. On that note, we'll, we'll get on with. Maybe just you should know more about school before you talk about it. Well, I've you. been there for twelve years now. I reckon I know a fair <laughs> bit. Strangely, it feels like a topic I do know a, a reasonable amount about. Mm. And on top of just being there, I've all, I've done a lot of like, hmm, why does this happen at school in. Googling and anyway, we'll talk. We'll, talk, we'll go on to just drinking now. Yeah, I'm, got I'm pretty thirsty. Pr- I'm actually very thirsty. So pretty we'll thirsty because we've got an oldie and a newie. Yeah, we've actually got two different drinks. This we'll get onto it anyway. Just mm, drinking. Just drinking. Just drinking. <laughs> yeah, 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 baby. Today we're joined by Vimto Fizzy. What again? No way. The drink from the big bad episode. No, what? Oh, it was, but then it became episode ten. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so. Um, if so you've been this around, was, this was our favorite drink ever. If you've been around for a while, you'll know. See, it was episode ten that this was released. Vimto Fizzy, we gave it a and like eleven or no, 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 we gave it a nine and a half or something. I 10. might change it. Anyway, um, we were we were getting a drink for the. We actually we're not doing Vimto Fizzy again. We're doing um, Nescafe Flat White, but it was it's in a can. One health star out of five. <laughs> 250 milliliters, deliciously smooth and creamy coffee. Anyway, I just want to quickly say, so the reason we picked up Vimto Fizzy again is because there's a new can. It looks different. I'll put up the photo of us with it from before. Maybe it tastes different. We're just going to see. Um, but we'll The best thing to come out of the UK since Boris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so this is interesting, I think, this flat white Nescafe thing because last time I checked... Flat white's got frothy milk on top. No, don't open it yet. Oh, we'll, what? We'll, Come on. We'll, it's if, just the Vimto Fizzy box. I know, but if the Nescafe's bad, then we can wash it down with Vimto Fizzy. Oh, actually, that's smart. That's smart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this Nescafe flat white drink in a can. I just, I don't understand how this I is going to work. I don't, it's not going to be carbonated. But, but it, no, it's not car- carbonated coffee. Well, you know, it's in a can, boss man. It's that's an idea. Can. That's an idea. Carbonated coffee. Anyway, no, that'll that'll be terrible. It'd be disgusting. Maybe carbonated black coffee. Someone should give it a whirl though. Um, but I just—is this just going to be iced coffee? Don't B- care. Let's open it. I think it's just going to be iced coffee. Crack it open. Um, smells like coffee. Smells like <laughs> really? Let me pour it in front of your mic. Smells like coffee. Oh, you want me to? All right. Um. Looks like coffee. You reckon um, it tastes like coffee? See, I wouldn't call this a flat white. It oh, doesn't. Shit. Oh, did you just spill it? Oh, yeah. We, you might realize we don't have the tablecloth this week. It's because. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, you drank it. I'll taste it. Not bad. Just tastes like a nice coffee. Quite like it. It's, it's good. It's. I mean, if you just want a nice coffee, it's there. I think mm. what's good about it is it's not really sweet. Mm. Like, you know, most iced coffees you get are full of sugar. I mean, I'm sure this has. Like added sugar. Oh, yeah, it would do. Oh, no. Oh. Really? No. Wait. Ingredients. Coffee, water, soluble coffee. Whole, oh, no, sugar. It does say yeah, sugar. It does. Mm. I thought there'd be something weird about it, but it is actually just coffee. It's really nice. It's actually good. Like, but it is just coffee. Mm. Mm. I really like it. It is one star, though. It is one, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, I don't think coffee in the first place has like mad health benefits, and you know. Um, I'm just gonna give that an, an eight. I like coffee, so. Yeah, I think I might give it an eight as well. It's nice. Anyway, I want to crack into the Vimto Fizzy instead. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is what we're here for. 
Oh, very nice. New new labelling. Oh, it's, oh, it smells just as good as it always has. Oh, you really deep-throated that Vimto Fizzy boss, man. Refreshingly different, unmistaken, <laughs> unmistakably Vimto. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned. I don't remember oh, it being what? Like this that. has been around since 1908. Just drink it, drink yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I'm just inspecting it. That's in... Uh, I don't know how I'm... Hmm. I'm concerned. I don't remember it tasting like that. It does taste very artificial. It always did, but maybe the coffee's messing with my taste buds. (laughs) I'm not trying to be... The coffee's messing with my palate. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. It it tasted fruitier. I swear. Mm, I know, boss man. Mm. You know what it tastes like? It kind of tastes like... um, I still like it, though. I do still really like it. It tastes like a slushy. But, but not a slushy. Mm. Well, it's just like a berry flavour. Like it's yeah, a combination. Berry flavoured sl- Boss man. Come on, boss man. I still like it a lot, actually. Give me the vim dough, baby. But honestly, like, I'm not changing my my um mark on that. It still mm. tastes very yummy. Um, was it 9 out of 10? It was 9 out I'm 90%. I mean, go double yeah. check. Episode 10, just drinking. Yeah, it's probably 9 out of 10, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I'm giving the Nescafe flat white can thing an eight. Yeah, eight as well. But they had a mocha one and they had just an espresso one. So I, it's just iced coffee, though. I don't know why they're marketing it like... Oh, like a cheeky flat white boss beer. Yeah, I know, but it's not a flat yeah, white. Yeah, I like a cheeky flat white It's not actually a flat white. No, 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 like a cheeky little chip. Yeah, all right, all right, cheeky little flat white. All right, eight. I say eight. I say eight as well. Vimto Fizzy, still a nine. Yeah. Just drinking. Just drinking. Fuck contemporary art to an extent. Just slightly. We went to um, an art gallery. We won't say which one. We went to multiple art galleries. Well, we did for like an excursion thing and... With our art class at school because we do art. We went to an art gallery and there was some... Art there. <laughs> there was some art there. And, and, and I use art in a very loose way. The word art in a very loose term. Now, let me just say, there was some very good art there. There I was some quite, cool stuff. There, I quite like some things. But, you know, like, okay. I feel like this is my personal humble opinion. And I, I agree with Seb's personal humble opinion. When you see a piece of art, right? Even if it's interpretive, right? The person who views it needs to kind of at least to some degree know what it's about before reading an artist statement you know you know yeah, what i yeah, mean yeah 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 you should understand you should have you should be able to understand and wow and go wow that's really good before you look into what it's about no or at least you should be able you basically what you're saying is you should be able to look at a piece of art and make up your opinion about what it means even if it's not what the artist meant by mm. the piece of art you should be able to look at it and go Oh, this could mean this, and then read the other statement. But if you look at it and go, "What the fuck's that?" Mm. So at this certain art gallery, there was this small white canvas with a couple holes in it. That's it. It was it was a white canvas. It had been painted, and we're not we're it not was, it we're wasn't not, a canvas. It was a bit of wood. We're not dulling it down, right? I'll put a photo up. I have a photo. There's a photo. If you're not watching, watch. Come to the same time code on your thing. There's a. It looked like that. It was just now, a white canvas. There was a bit of blue in there, but it was just white and it had some holes. Now, no offence to this artist and no offence to all the people who actually got some sort of meaning out of that. This is just our own... Look, To say just, the least, it aggravated we're, we're me not, deeply. We're not criticising your art specifically. We're criticising the... You know, like how... We're, we're criticising the people who go... Wow. Wow. That's meaning. You know what was even worse than that one, though? A grainy photo of what was it? Oh, yeah. There was a screenshot from an episode of Friends. I also have a photo of this, of a flower pot. So it, they've not done anything. I don't understand. I can go take that same screenshot. It even told you in the little artist statement next to it what the episode was. I'll, I'll go watch it. I'll go take the screenshot. Now I'm an artist being displayed in an art gallery. I don't understand that. And sure, your art might be accompanied with some deep and meaningful message, but all in all, your art is literally a screenshot of a flower pot. Especially in today's world. What kind of what kind is, of meaning are people going to get out of that? Yeah, I don't really understand it. But the worst one, I think, was almost worse than that. 
And also, like, for all those people who go, oh, that's really deep. Shut up. (laughs) Just... What kind of, what kind of, like, are you... Oxygen thief. Are you (laughs) contemplating life because you saw a screenshot of a flower pot on Friends? Friends? And, no, the worst one, I haven't gotten to the worst one yet. There was, you know, those, like, again, I'll put the photo, I have a photo. Those, I don't know how to explain, those heaters, right? That, like, you plug in... Yeah, um, like just a small like little box heater thing. Box heater. It doesn't push out hot air. It's just those like conduct. I don't know. Whatever mm. they they do. They heaters. And I had a little shell sculpture on top of it. Art, art, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I wasn't so frustrated with that one. But that, but that was the worst. I think that was the worst one. No, I feel like the picture was worse. Oh, maybe the screenshot was worse. I don't know. Those three things though aggravated me beyond belief. It was just those three that. I mean, that we pointed out. I'm sure there was other things there. And, and there was actually a lot of good stuff. But There you know. was, there was. But those. Sort of, but our, uh, my, uh, our art teacher goes, oh, it's good that you're, you're feeling so much emotion from the art. And I was like, no, I'm not feeling emotion because of the art. I'm feeling emotion because it isn't. And it shouldn't <laughs> be here when there's lots of talented people in the world. And this heater with a shell on it is being displayed. And this white canvas with holes on it is being displayed. And this screenshot from an episode. That episode of Friends is more <laughs> deserving to be called art than the screenshot. Like the, f- the set dresser yeah, that I know, put I know. that fake flower pot on the table, she or he is, or whatever, is more deserving. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. But with the, with the shell on the heater, now I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I, don't, I didn't find anything out, you know. Maybe you it. find something out of a shell on a heater, but I still think it's two things. Maybe they made the shell, but they didn't make the heater. Okay, I, th- I still think it might be a little bit lazy. That's it's pretty lazy. Mm. But I mean, like I did, when I did see that, I was like, Hmm. Why would someone do that? Before I started thinking that's stupid. Okay. I, un- okay. That's I was fair like, enough. why would someone put a shell on a heater? I don't know. Shell represents on a nature heater represents. I don't know. Like hot, hot, <laughs> hot nature. Maybe it means global warming. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. That one's less stupid because we just came up with a thing. But See, so that's that's the point of that one. Okay, we understand that. But like with the whole like picture the white of canvas a- and the screenshot, silly, silly. I think I thought that was pretty dumb. It was pretty dumb. Um, anyway. But there was some good stuff there. Oh, the other one that annoyed me was um, there were these two massive canvases with what looked like stains on them. And it turns out that they were, I don't have a photo of this one, they were actually stains. You know, the one, <laughs> they were actually just, and they went, wow, it's really, it's really profound. I'm going to put this in an art gallery. But mm. it was literally stains on a canvas. Mm. That upset me as well. It's just, I don't. Un- and then, oh, you know, the other one that pissed me off. Also, I don't have a photo of this one. It was just those three I had a photo of. Was the, um, like, the little pedestal first, second, third thing, you know, where the three people that win a race or whatever got stand on, you know, the first, second, yeah, third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was one of those upside down. Maybe they made it. I feel like they didn't. And even if they did build it, it's the kind of thing where, like, you know, like I used to do little athletics and I'd stand on one of those. Not very much because I wasn't very good at running. Um, maybe every now and then I'd stand on... Even that, I feel like some people could get, I don't know, some sort of message out of that. I know, though. but the fact that it's taking up space right. in an art gallery or even the one that was eggs on a floor, it was just eggs. There were a bunch of... But they weren't eggs. They were actually like moulded breast milk or something. It had some other deep meaning, whatever. Mm. But you just look at it and you go, well, that's... That's just eggs on a floor. And there was another one, which was a banana in water, which also turned out was breast milk molded into a... B- anyway, I think the point... This this comes back to the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago about does art have meaning if people don't see it or can you discover stuff from your own art? I think it's silly. It, it, if art's not accessible, if you make something that just isn't accessible to people... You know, and it's not like some people aren't going to get it and some people will get it. I feel like stuff like a white canvas with holes or the screenshot from Friends, 90% of people aren't going to get that. It's, they're not going to... I don't think I so. I mean, especially Maybe with I'm, that, that's, that's why I'm saying, well, with... I can't change how, you know, people are going to make art. We just have to kind yeah, of yeah. accept that. It, but it, more, it's like, make that if you want, but the fact that but it was this, taking up this, space in a public art gallery was what was frustrating me. But this makes me think about what I want to do with what I want to do in the future. And, you know, I, I, I feel like when you make something too... 
deep and profound. In like two up to interpretation, you know, like you're not pulling any strings, right? Well, are you you're just, saying you're, you're making saying something hoping for the best and that like like hoping someone would be like, wow, that's really wow when you don't even know what it's about. Well there's yourself. a level of there's a level of up for interpretation that's cool. Like I like um like what did we what um the prestige, the end of the prestige, that last shot and you see Hugh Jackman sorry, spoilers, um you see Hugh Jackman's uh body, body floating in the tank. In the tank. Yeah. Um and after we watched that movie I went and watched some like video i researched a bit of it and like that's left up to interpretation about the whole meaning of the film and all that but that's a nice level that actually christopher nolan kind of does that all the time yeah because it's pretty like even though it's still up for interpretation and it does make people think there's still an obvious one this it's not completely shrouded in ambiguity and you don't want that when you make well i I feel like i'm not i don't want to do that i don't want to completely shroud whatever i make in ambiguity i want there to be some sort of lesson like that's kind of like at least kind of clear, you know. And, and at least, if not a lesson, just something, anything that someone can get out of it. I feel like if you mm. make if you make a piece of, if you have no um, desire for anyone to ever see something you make, cool, doesn't matter. I guess if you're just making it for yourself mm. and you just want to do this thing and no one has to understand it. Also, I, hold on, I have a thing to talk about after you finish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If if you're making something and no one has to understand it and it's just for yourself, then make it as deep and introspective and uh, mm. Shrouded in mystery as you like, but if if you're going to share it with people, I feel like they should, on some level, they don't have to get the full meaning. It might only ever mm. make sense to you, but get something out of it. They don't get anything out of it. It's like, mm. uh, but remember when we were talking about, um, you know, like making art for yourself, and you put a little clip out about it back, in yeah, 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 a couple of weeks ago, couple weeks ago, and how I said, you know, like you can discover stuff for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So um, I remembered after watching that clip that I'd watched a video essay on Francesco Goya. Mm, who's uh, that? Who, who was this uh, Spanish artist. And um, he, he went very, I think he was deaf uh, later in his life. And he like survived through like the Napoleonic Wars and he like shit. went through a bunch of shit. Anyway, so at the end of his life, he had a small little like cottage mm. somewhere. And um, he isolated himself from the outside world and he made like a series of like nine to 12 paintings. I don't know how many, it's like a handful. Mm. He put them around these, his house of like this really like freakish despair, you know, like the, the, um, Saturn devouring his son. Like, you know, the, the famous photo. Oh, you showed me, you showed, you've shown me these paintings. I remember. He put that above his fireplace and no one ever saw it until after he died. That's kind of like a couple years after. No one went to his house or just something like that. Anyway. And then like all these people discovered them from like, I don't know. Yeah. Whenever. And the and it's kind of freaky to think that he put this shit all around his house and he, he made it only for him. Like, he didn't really... I don't that know, is man. strange. See, see <clears throat> maybe this is different for other people. But um, because I crave attention so <laughs> deeply, I don't think I could just make stuff, I mean, in my case, films or videos of any description for... You know, for like just for yourself. I know what you mean. I've well, the I mean, same like literally, <laughs> literally, this podcast exists because I wanted to share what I had to say about things in a public forum with more people than I can possibly yeah, have I this know. actual conversation with. You know, like <coughs> and, that's, and that's that's why this exists. That's yeah. I mean, L- like I, let's I, be real. The ultimate reason why I want to be a filmmaker is so I can. Um, I want to. Play people's emotions. Yeah, you, know? you wanna you wanna be able to. You want I want to be the puppet master. I don't want to do it for myself. But I'm. I was just saying before that you know, like there is an element of you know doing it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, of course. Obviously, if you don't like it <coughs> and you don't enjoy it and you don't like what you make within yourself, mm. then obviously you're not gonna do it. No, I watched um all those like actors round all the round table things. You know the they do it with actors and directors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched uh I think it was a comedian's one and I can't, I can't remember his name. Uh, he's, anyway, I watched one of those with Bo Burnham recently. Oh, I didn't know he did one. Anyway, he, and he said, and he's the the interviewer guy said why he asked all of them, you know, why do you do this? Why do you do what you do? And the guy said, I cannot remember his name. It's really pissed me it's off because I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some some of them say that. The Jim Carrey says like I'm broken and blah blah. You know, and this other guy said, um, there's just this is the only, 
thing in the world that can possibly get near to the amount of attention that I crave. <laughs> I think I think that's actually a very good. That's funny answer. And it's not like it's not like how do I put it? In my case, at least, it's not like oh, I just yes, attention is good, but like I like the spotlight on me or whatever. Mm. But it's not. That's not the only reason I do it or want to do it or whatever. This this may be more so. Like the podcast may be more so because it's just about us and what we talk about and our opinions. And I'm just doing it for the money that which we're not getting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, like making films or doing it, that's, that's less about... Because especially if you're not in it... Like this is why I wanted to be an actor for so long. Mm. It's because I was like, you get to be in the movies and you get lots of attention on you. Whereas as I felt like I've moved... I mean, I'd still love to act. I want to act for the rest of my life. But doing something like directing or cinematography or anything like that, you're not gonna be in it's like people the the average person knows a couple of directors. They're probably gonna if you say name a director, they're probably gonna say Steven Spielberg if they're just a yeah, person that's not super Tarantino or Yeah, or something if they're yeah. not super into movies or whatever. Mm. So there's a lot of, you know, people like like if I said Roger Deakins to people, they're not gonna know who he is. If they like movies at all, they might because he's a very yeah. famous. So within the sphere of that in of the industry, if someone's interested in films and stuff, then they might know these people that do that are directors or cinematographers or producers. Mm-hmm. But just normal average people know who Leonardo DiCaprio is, but they might not necessarily know who like Roger Deakins is, even though in the industry they're both extremely well known. Yeah, to people that are interested. So you want to. Are so you saying no, no, you, so you that's want to be down one of the people that break out of the industry? No, 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 no. So what I'm saying is, so that's that's maybe like uh, in terms of the, what's the word? Attention. In terms of attention, it's off you more if you're not big actor man compared to being the, mm. a director or a... So like in terms of that, that's something that I feel like I won't like as much because the reality is, is not everyone's going to be break through that if you're not like, like Steven Spielberg, Quentin Tarantino or the big... Directors yeah. that everyone knows. But also, knows. I, I wouldn't want to be as famous as Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, true. I feel like that would it would be um, I, as much as I, I want like to be. I want to be like famous enough. Famous you know? enough. I think ambi- Yeah. See, I as much as attention's good, I f- and I feel like everyone that's famous will agree. I f- you want to switch it off. I want to be famous to a level that people in the the industry consider me a genius, and that's it. Yeah. See, yeah. You know see, being famous I mean? in the industry is different to being famous in public, and so like if so, Leonardo DiCaprio probably can't walk on the street anywhere in the world, whereas someone like Roger Deakins, Roger Deakins he can, can walk probably down the street and then like maybe the a street, couple of people will be like, like, "Hey, oh, Roger hey, Deakins, that's you," and that's it. Yeah, you know. And then he won't get shot when he walks out of a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm. So. Yeah, there's there's levels of like fame mm. and stuff. Um, well, that's why you know. But like, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Puppet master. Yeah, 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 I know. But I wouldn't. It's not like I would stop wanting to do. It's not shit. I'm getting too famous. Whoop! Bye bye. I wouldn't do no, that. I wouldn't pull. pull oh, the plug. Well, I was gonna say. <laughs> pull the plug. No, I was gonna say Terrence Malick, but no one knows oh. who he is. Yeah, well, there you go. What, what did he do? He directed a couple of good films and then what? in the in the seventies, and then he dipped, and then he came back in nineteen ninety eight. He directed oh. more films. Well, because he didn't want to be famous or because... I don't know what he did. He just kind of faded into obscurity. Interesting. But yeah, in that regard, I can't remember. That was a weird long tangent. Yeah. But... But you know, it's, it's oh, funny boss man, because we talk stuff. about all this like pop culture shit and then like in the second half we like, we dwell on something we're interested about and then we just keep talking and t- keep talking about it. Yeah. That's why we should have just done a film podcast boss man. Yeah, I know. But there's been, da- there's days where we wouldn't talk about film shit, even though we do that a lot, you know? It's... This is kind of like the podcast for me is kind of turned into like a video diary. Of it us. really is though, it, and it always sort of has been. I think, it's and you know, maybe in a, uh, I don't know, if we do get there in the industry, people, you know, this would be a good thing for people to go back and be like, wow. Well, that's that's another thing is even if no one's listening, I think one day it'll just be cool for us to go back and be like, oh yeah, look at look that. back then when we were such new, we were, we were <laughs> idiots and we said dumb stuff. Um. We'll oh, probably never man. stop saying dumb stuff. I want to see, you know, how we're talking about contemporary art before. Yeah. And whatever, and taking meaning of, about something mm. ambiguous. Um, I'll, I really, 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 really want you to see a Tarkovsky film. I've keep talking about it, boss man. Oh, the one with the dude that walks, the really, that long shot where he walks across the thing with the candle? That one? 
That that is one of his films, but that's I, not the one. I don't think you should start with him. Oh, okay. With that with that film. What's it called? Let people know. That one's called Nostalgia. But okay, who's and who's Andrew Tus? Andrew. Andre. Andre Tarkovsky. He's a Russian filmmaker. And you, re- he's your favorite director. No. He's the but set. he's probably the best director. Whatever. Probably. You think, you think he's the best film I don't director? Know, best ever. Best art house director. Okay. Would you do? You, who's your favorite director? No, is Masaki the, Kobayashi, boss man. Is he the guy that did picture? No. No, that's Hector Babenko. He, I've I've only seen that's the only film I've seen of his. Oh, you haven't watched more, even though that's your favorite movie. He made he made a lot of documentary features, mm-hmm. and I'm not a big fan of documentary. I mean, it's just not my thing. That's um, interesting. But Pachoch is kind of a bit of a like, what's well, real life sort of situation. Yeah, kind of well, thing. funny story with that film. Let me just fill in the, the well, explain, new viewers explain of my pa- favorite movie of all time. Pachoch is about a it, uh, this kid who grew up in the Brazilian. Um, like slums, slums, ch- uh, and then he like got moved to like a, a juvenile childcare, you know, facility for like to you know like an orphanage kind of. Yeah, but they yeah, have yeah. like lots of kids who go there, mm. um, and they have to like grow up there, and it's pretty harsh there, and like people just kind of mean, <laughs> mm. and um, it's all about how he like kind of escapes that, and then he you know finds his way in the world with all his mates, and then everything goes wrong, um. Great film, uh, but Hector Babenko was actually make he he started interviewing people who did go to those places, and he was going to make a documentary about oh, and then some he of those facilities, and then those facilities barred him from doing it because they didn't want to, you know, like ah. Uh, so then he decided to make it a narrative film. Yeah, interesting. And that was his first narrative film, I think. That's cool, and it was great. That's interesting. And then he made Kiss of the Spider Woman, which is another narrative film which I haven't seen. Oh. But have been highly Were they his only two narrative films? No, there've been a couple. He, I think he died in twenty sixteen. Oh. But my favourite director, and I've seen most of his feature I've He's seen do, he all the samurai he does a bunch. Yeah, Masaki Kobayashi's a samurai dude. Um and he's probably I mean Akira Kurosawa's probably better than him, but I I've always liked Masaki Kobayashi because he, he made Harakiri which is a great samurai film. Did that used to be your favourite film? before? Be- uh, it Wasn't was my favourite film for a bit, like after I watched it, then I was like, mm. Mm. Fair uh, You know, I didn't feel like I connected with it as much as I did Pichoch, even though like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, and he made Human Condition Trilogy, Samurai Rebellion, Kwaidan, some good Some, good some goodies films. there, some, some goodies, goodies little, there. some goodies. And I've seen all of Andrei Tarkovsky's films because he only made like seven. Oh, okay. Um, and, but... Anyway, Andrei Tarkovsky, he like puts you in this like hypnotic trance because all he has these really long shots and he's like the master of time in filmmaking. He's the master of time. He's the master of time, boss man. Oh. What was the film you were gonna say that you wanted me to watch though? Either Stalker or oh, Solaris or uh maybe Ivan's childhood. Fair enough. So I'm just get I know no one really cares. He, no, he, Seb just gets giddy about movies. Oh. Boss man, <laughs> I can't wait till you watch it, boss man. Yeah. And then, but because, it, I mean, I don't know if you'd like it that much, but, you know, it's pretty, it's like morality mixed with interpretation, mixed with, like, ideas of omniscient beings mixed yeah. with, I don't know, it's whack, but, yeah. anyway. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. I'll add it to my list. My list is growing all the time, and I haven't had much time to watch movies at the it's moment. It's pretty funny, boss man, because uh, Andrei Tarkovsky's only... To the only his last two films were like set in like modern day, whatever, yeah. and then the rest is like either set in the future or the past, past or, or whatever, like some vague, yeah. Why is that funny? I don't know, it's just he's just saying, oh, yeah. I always see the more I've, I think I've realized, right? Uh, we're gonna wrap up on this note because we're going semi over time, doesn't really matter. Oh, anyway. yeah, free Britney, guys, free Britney, oh, free Britney, free Britney. That's all we wanted to say, yeah, yeah. Um, do you yeah. know the whole thing with that though? Uh, they just like she's got an IUD and she wants to have kids, but like the people who like own her, yeah, her dad. It's got to do with the dad. I don't yeah, know the full thing. Some stinky people, <laughs> but uh, apparently free Britney. So you know, you know, we don't know the whole situation, but like sounds pretty shit. Read some articles about it. Free yeah. Britney, bro. Um, I think I think what I've realized is like, mate, is I mean, this is well known fact. Uh, to anyone who's listened, and obviously to us, is Seb seen way, way, way more movies than I have. Um, like a lot, like just literally maybe 
dub triple the amount of movies I've ever seen. Mm. Um, but it's like even though even though I think our love for movies is is quite equal, it Seb's just seen way more than I have. But I think it comes from like I never thought about because I've always wanted to. I've always liked making videos, and I just never thought about making movies. I don't know how to. It's just like I used to just like filming stuff and editing stuff, and and then I kind of went, oh, I guess that's movies, isn't it? <laughs> like I guess that's what that that is. But I never. It wasn't like I. Well, I guess you'll find out over the years whether you're more suited towards you know <laughs> the visual aspect or. Like well, I love I love that is a big part well, of the it. technical aspect. Well, yeah. See, I I think I can. We've come at it from different directions. Of you've come at. From the from the like the story from just in terms of just liking movies and the story and everything story meaning and I don't know whereas like finding I, things that connect with me yeah whereas I think I came at it more from because I just liked making the videos and stuff I came at, at came from we came from two very different directions yeah whereas and that's I've why just we make up for each other's flaws when oh we we're just stuff. so should we kiss oh, now no we should do this in front of the camera oh, look at this one though oh we just love each other so much boss man anyway uh, yeah because I came from more of a technical aspect and I love like gear i just <laughs> look, i won't lie i do just like i'm a massive sucker for for just making things camera gear and yeah. and i like seb gets annoyed with me all the time about how nitpicky i get about like the podcast shots mm. that's piss your close-ups been bothering me the whole time really just so, yes i think i look quite sexy i know but half your head's cut off and you're in the corner of oh, it well you know i'll crouch down a bit anyway it's just like little things like that drive me insane and uh yeah but i want to get i want to watch more movies because yeah, i, I well, love but tr- see i love the whole thing it's not just like i love story i love like every little every little thing about the yeah. whole like process <laughs> of filmmaking to be honest boss man i watch way more movies when i'm single yeah <laughs> 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 I'm just I'm just saying I haven't been watching a lot of movies recently. Yeah. I think I watched one movie this week. Oh, shut up. Only one? Only it's one. funny because my goal was I need to watch one movie a week because <laughs> that would be a lot. And I watched like three, three or four three a Three week. to four. No, like Every five second average. day you probably watch a movie. No, I watched, I've watched two Nicolas Cage films in the last <laughs> week. See, this is the dilemma is when you've seen a lot of movies, you just watch whatever because like, oh, that's good. Like as in you're just watching movies. There is still a lot that I need But because I I feel like I have limited time, I only want to watch like Mm. ones that are worth my time. I had a goal to work my way through the the letterbox top 250 and then sometimes I just can't be bothered. Fair enough. Well, sometimes you don't want to watch, not to quote Heggy, our friend, but sometimes you don't want to have to be like all in it and deep and introspective when you're watching a movie. Yeah, I know. You just kind of want to put it on. Like, there's some movies that I like for that reason. Well, you know, like, I there's certainly good movies that aren't deep and introspective. You know, that's true. But like, like I watched Raising Raising Arizona. That's like all a comedy, but it's still told perfectly. And for me, it's all about you know how well you do tell whatever story you are telling, even if it's not introspective. You know, that's true. That's true. And on that note, because I don't want to be sitting for longer in editing, to be honest. Um, we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening and, and and watching and all that. Thanks to all the new people. If you stuck around and you weren't just here for Kate, I mean, we watch love- some Tarkovsky films if you feel like it. Find them on the Criterion Channel if you're in America, and then you know if you can't find it on the Criterion Channel, then you know fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, I guess. Uh, we'll see you next week. I've been Dan. I've been Seth. Bye bye.